people, your dreams have now been fulfilled. Get your ass up and let's get ill. That's right, y'all. You're more than rough. We're calling you bluff. And when it comes to Like Darth Vader caps, they on stairs. While we rocking it, I rockin' it. Like a little ball inside the spray can. Providing three coats for both child, woman, and man. God bless the guard, lady streets, wall of wall it go. Yo, you got popped like a flick by that rivalry click and win. By my fam who thought you brought harm, you see, I'm iced out like a glass of tea. Better yet, oatmeal cookies, not just rookies to me. Sliding up and down the court, but I don't think you can dig. Why cry? We're here to review and recap NBC's Emerald City. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and with me once again is my co-host, Rich Fan. Rich, what's happening? Not much. Looking forward to discussing a very... Uh, informative episode for sure uh this was uh really just another another good show uh well paced you know lots of drama lots of action just moved along in a nice clip it's uh the theme of these shows they they get in and they and they get out it's not a a ton of i think it's because they have you know 10 hours or however many you know 10 episodes yeah so 10 hours to uh and not even, you know, with the commercials and everything, and everything uh, to tell the story. So they can't lollygag. This isn't a 22-episode deal. And that's probably a good thing as far as quality goes. Uh, if if th- Some people would say we've, you know, we're living in a renaissance of TV, you know, television, quali- high-quality television show- shows. Uh, not since the 70s have we had such a wide variety of well-written, you know, good character kind of shows uh but that's shown but that's that last say half decade decade of of high quality tv shows you got some uh you've got some kind of rules that you can go by that that really help or not rules but just you know the 10 episode the 10 or 13 episode format has just kind of been the reason you know because the cable shows and the and the uh, half-season shows like this are the ones that get all the rave reviews, for the most part. There are a lot of other shows that do, but that format, that genre, that 10-episode, that 13-episode uh, format, Game of Thrones, The Wire, Oz, all that kind of stuff, Sopranos. Um, so, yeah, so they're taking that format and really, really running with it. Well-paced 10-episode thing. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, again, good show, Rich. You said it. Um, let's uh, start things off, and we're going to make a concerted effort, or and by we, uh, I mean me, to to have a well-paced, faster-paced uh, re- recap. So, you guys that have hung in there for all the literal hours, uh, we appreciate that for sure. Appreciate. Yep. So we get our previously on. They uh, recap or uh, reshow us the relationship and quick between Tip and Jack. She's thinks he's dead for good reason. Uh, they show that he's uh, 
freakish ten man now. He is half man, not even half. You know, he's mostly mostly machine now, but he's still an emotional, you know, guy for sure. <laughs> they didn't. You can take his heart away, but you can't. You know, I don't have a quip, but mm. uh, they also uh, let show us uh, Dorothy's interaction with the king's guard or the the wizard's guard and Sylvie. And Lucas and her shooting Eamon, the what's his title? Is he just heads head guardsman? Yeah, I think head guardsman. Yeah. And um so yeah, she, she takes him down in last week's episode and also yeah, he knows Lucas and calls him Roan. And uh Yeah, so he's he's caught, so is Dorothy, but she's caught by Ojo. The uh, the uh, the tribesmen that we met in episode one that that uh, that that voted for her her death, but then ended up having to you know set her free and take her to the brick road and all that stuff. Um. So yeah, she caught <laughs> she she caught a uh, boomerang to the to the dome. Now she's in his. His uh, his possession. She has him, or, or he has her. Uh, burlap sack over the over the head, tied wrists, tied at the wrists, and uh, on the horse. And she can't see anything, or she can barely see because she's, or she can see a little bit, I should say, because she's uh, got a thin burlap sack over her head. So and they're showing her her point of view, and it's sort of obstructed, and she's breathing heavily and clearly scared and. Ojo throws her at the feet of uh, of Queen West or or Witch West uh, at her uh, at her brothel, and she snatches the burlap sack off off of Dorothy's head, and she's like, "Are you a good witch or a bad witch?" I mean, we've been using that scene for promo for promo game since November, since I saw the first uh, trailer, Rich or something that are you good witch or are you a bad witch I mean, that's a good line that's a, mm-hmm. a really good scene it's very well delivered for sure um so yeah now dorothy's dorothy's caught she's under the witch west's uh control and witch west has some questions for her she's uh she's not happy that her sister is dead and now she has her killer or at least she thinks, you know, she has uh, her sister's killer. Then we show, then we show the king of Ev and the princess of Ev, horse and buggy, fancy, like I wouldn't say it's a parade, but it certainly was like a. Yeah, it was like a royal procession. Procession, yeah. There you go. Um, uh, my first thought, or one of my first thoughts about this episode, was. Until the wizard later set, talks about it, you could you wouldn't have you can't tell that in in eight days or less than eight days that the beast from forever is coming. Does is this not like known? Does not everybody get? Did everybody get the memo? Well, no, because remember the people who only the only people who know that would be the uh, sisters in the order and the wizard and all and, and him, right. Because and then Ev wouldn't care because they're based solely on technology. They wouldn't believe any of that stuff. 
Hmm. So in this ride, during this ride, we get a, a very clear understanding of the situation that's going on with the leadership and the and the monarchy in Ev. You know, the the king is suffering some kind of mental uh, de- degradation, dementia or Alzheimer's or something, but he's like out there and doesn't remember Jack, who's across from him, sitting quietly and you know fully cl- like fancy uh, outfit and coat. And uh, the king doesn't know who he's like. Hey, where? Who are you? How do we meet? And how do you know my my Langdewier? You know, how do you know my daughter? And Jack explains like uh, we met the other yesterday at the, you know, whatever. I'm her. And Langdon Langdewier is like, she. He's my property. He's indentured to me for the the cost of his medals. So, and the, the dad just the king of Ev just giggles. Oh, how precious. So immediately you get, oh, she's running the th- the show. Yep. This is kind of the what, what what most people expected with Oz as far as paying no attention to the man behind the curtain. It's paying mm-hmm. no attention to the uh, woman behind the king. Yeah. And it's and it's really no wonder the uh, personality wise, and I'm sure there's more to it, but. It's a good look into why she's as weird and crazy, sort of, as she is. Uh, Langdewier, the Princess of Ev. So, who knows how long he's been like this. If she's, what would you say? She's somewhere between 16 and 20? Mm-hmm. I think fair? so. I'd, that, I'd say closer to 20, but yeah. I think okay. That's good. All right, let's say 18 and 22. I'll just to yeah. give a... Um, yeah, she's definitely probably old, for sure older than Tip and and Jack, but maybe not by much. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, so uh, I kind of lost my place here. So now we're with Rowan and uh... Rowan and 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 Eamon. Eamon, Eamon finds his way home. His Wife is the, or we find out it's his, that's his daughter, right? The one that greets him. Mm-hmm. I think that's, a, yeah. that's his kid, yeah. So his daughter's like, you know, welcoming him home, and she's happy to see him, but he's clearly in pain. She's concerned, but, you know, he convinces her that everything's okay. He's, you know, I brought some old friends with me. Uh, the, the, the daughter recognizes him, and he has the, he has Sylvie in his arms, and, and Eamon tells his daughter, you know, get the girl something to eat, and and Lucas assures uh, Sylvie it's okay, and uh, and the daughter and Sylvie go go away, and I guess presumably to to eat, and and Lucas wants to know why are you uh, why he's, why Eamon's helping him, and he's like, I know you, you didn't kill those people. Um, well, first he calls him Roan, and then he goes, I don't know who Roan is. And he's like, it's you. You know, so he's like, a soldier, he asks. He's like, my soldier, Eamon. You know, the best I've ever known. Uh, but you don't even remember that. He says, all I know is I was found in Nimbo and left for dead by your men. And Eamon explains that there was an insurgency 
and a lot of his soldiers were were killed. And he asked if he could have been responsible, a traitor. And Eamon just, you know, was like, no, you wouldn't. And he asked why. He's like, Cause I, because I know you. So Eamon, sh I mean, sure, that Lucas is it's a misunderstanding. We'll clear. He's like, I'll clear your name personally. Eamon assures him. So he's definitely, uh, you know, ride or die. Like, is this something you think more to their relationship, uh, uh, Lucas and Eamon's? No, I just think he was probably one of his most loyal men, and he's just returning the favor for someone who obviously doesn't remember anything. Um, as we see later, I think uh, it it kind of clears up how Rowan sees himself. But yeah, for now, I think Eamon's just doing what he would for any person that's in his you know guard. I guess that he thinks is worth it. So yeah, so he wants to, uh, Eamon wants to, uh, yeah, leave and I guess go clear his name. And, uh, he's, yeah, I'll prove it. I'll clear your name. And, uh, Lucas is like, you know, let me come with you. And he's like, you have to stay here if those men catch you. You know, don't leave the house. If they catch you, they'll finish the job. And he collapses. And... He's, you know, he got shot in the, at the end of the last episode, so he's got a bullet in him. And, um, and he orders him, basically, don't leave the house, and Lucas calls for help. Next scene is Ojo and Mistress West in, like, a dungeon. And uh, Ojo's like, you know, this is a woman who killed your sister. I trust you'll be fair. You know, I need you uh, to to hold up your end of the thing. You know, release Nahara, my wife, from the from the prison of abject. Can your magic do that? And she's like, my magic can do, un, you know, many a great things. And you know, be here tomorrow. Your wife will be uh, as well. And so he's like, hey. Fair exchange. He uh, says something in his language, and like you know, thank you, Mistress. Basically, and she's just staring a hole. Mistress West is just staring a hole through Dorothy, and she screams for tea. And then here comes Tip with a tray of uh, of tea and you know opium and crap. And Tip recognizes Dorothy, but Dorothy does not. Uh, for obvious reasons, recognize Tip, and she's like, "I continue. Are you a good good witch or a bad witch?" She says, "There's no good right answer. There's but unfortunately, or there's no wrong answer, but unfortunately, there's no right one either." And she says, "Dorothy's like, you're wrong about all of this. I didn't kill your sister." And she screams, "Liar!" and throws her cup of opium juice, and and it shatters. And she says, "I will suck the." suck the lies from you like marrow from a bone <laughs> or you could just tell me the truth you know did you kill my sister and uh dorothy's like my in my bag you know check it out look at look at my bag um and 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 west goes to the bag and dumps everything out and and there's the gun 
and she's asking and she's you know just curious again never seen has after as never have seen a gun before she says what kind of magic is this and dorothy says magic strong enough to kill a witch and as she witch west is kind of manipulating the gun she turns the barrel towards dorothy's direction who gives a visual a visual cue like holy crap it's pointed to me and Mistress West is like, oh, okay, I get it. That's how it, that's how this thing works. Point, you know, point it this way, huh? And she just put the thing right up to her head and is like, so was this how you did it? Is this how you killed my sister? And she also explained that she's, uh, you know, not an easily a person easily lo- to to love. You know, not a lot of people love her. And she's like, oh, you you, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I, and I guess that was in trying to say that East was the one that kind of. Uh... Oh yeah, she even follows up. She says, "And you murdered the only person that did it." Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. And uh, and she's like begging her not to do it, and Mistress West clicks that, pulls that trigger, but there's nothing, no bullets, and Dorothy. But the whole time, Dorothy was selling it. Do you think she forgot she took the bullets out? No. I think she for, she didn't know if there was a bullet in the chamber, nor did she remember if you know. I think I think her fear was just the natural fear anyone would have, knowing what a, a gun, gun is. Pointing at you, yeah. And so even I couldn't fault her for trying to play it cool like she had with East, because you don't know. It's just pointed right there. It could have been a gun. There could have been a bullet in the chamber. Mm-hmm. And then in her head, she's thinking, did I, did I take the one out the chamber? Why would she know to take the bullet out of the chamber? All right. But yeah, well, why would I? she know in the moment? But in the moment of the things pointed at you, all of a sudden you remember, wait, aren't there bullets in chambers? <laughs> yeah. Like, why didn't I think to clack, clack, you know, click that thing out? Yeah. <laughs> but luckily for her, there was no bullet in the chamber, which there's no explanation for because she shot the gun. There should have been one. And when she took the bullets out later, she did not, at least on camera, they didn't show her uh, emptying the chamber. So it's one of the, it's, do you give it, uh, do you hand wave it just for, you know, because it was just for dramatic effect. But remember, she took the bullets out but don't necessarily remember that there's another step to just taking the clip out of a, of a, of a gun like this. Are, are they counting on the audience either not knowing or just not, or just, you know, like, ah, it's okay. I think they're counting on the audience just going, ah, it's okay. Right. I don't think it is, though. No. It's, but it's one of those things where it's a 10-episode show right now, so I'm not going to fault them. But that's something that in the future I would hope they would kind of keep it a little closer to the best as far as either you're going to do something with knowledge or you're going to do something fantastic, but you can't go in the middle. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, so anyway, she's pissed uh, pissed off, East, Mistress West is, that the thing clicks and she didn't, you know, kill her. So she just pistol hits her, you know, Punches her with the with the, hits her with the gun and uh, knocks her out. And then we uh, arrive at the I 
guess, uh, gathering or meal between the wizard and and the princess and king of Ev. And that was one thing in the buggy ride over there that the, the king of Ev looked out the window and was like, oh my, the, the prince, the, the wizard has outdone himself. And, and Langdewir looked at him and said, it's because he wants something from you. And he called her cynical. And she said, cynical is just a fancy way of saying, or a different way of saying, to tell the truth or something like that. So she's not having it from the gate. You already know she she knows that you know she, the jig is up with her, because they do. The wizard does want something from them clearly. So they're having this big fancy dinner and and uh, Langdewear is in this really I think the best mask she's had on in the few and you know in the what four scenes we've seen her in. Right. You know, she walked in when Jack was on the floor trying to get himself together in a mask. She left with a mask. Then when they were, he was presented to her, she had a different one. And then the ride over, she had a different one. So out of the, you know, three scenes, five masks she's had on, this is a really, really cool one. Like, it, it, it just doesn't obstruct her. I mean, it does. It's a mask, but it's right. so form-fitting. <laughs> you know, like, man. And, and it's cool-looking as hell. I mean, that's can't front on that part. Like, it's really dope design. But, yeah, I got stuck on that mask a couple times watching this. Yeah, and it's and, and with all the masks she's worn so far in the last two episodes, I'm interested to see that if she ever does take them off, if she has some sort of deformity or something. <clears throat> that lends or, itself to or is it like she because it's just another level of crazy she sells like saying when you know because later on she she he brings up the mask and we'll get to that uh and when they become closer she's like opening up like yeah you know i'm you know hideous under here and blah 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 or i have this gross scar and then eventually, like, say, episode 9 or 10, she takes the thing off, and there's nothing. It was just all in her head because she's a friggin' lunatic. <laughs> or your thing. I mean, you know. Right. I mean, it could be both. I mean, she is not She is not uh, dealing with all cards in the deck, so yeah, to speak. No. She is definitely out there. But she's also sharp. I mean... So who knows if this isn't a Kaiser Sose thing? Where, but she's also clearly very anti—not antisocial, but because the antisocial is something that is usually done by choice, like people that don't go out and stuff. She's anti—she just don't know how to be around people because she's a jerk. <laughs> so, yeah, she has no people skills. No, yeah, no people skills. Yeah, she's like that. Weird kid that got homeschooled up until like eleventh grade, and all of a sudden you got to do your t- final two years in public school after ten years of an entire decade of, you know, tutors or your folks teaching you. However that works, it's like you don't know how to be around people. You don't know how to be around kids. I should say your own age and yeah. So big fancy meal. Um, 
Wizards, uh, you know, kissing butt to to King of Ev, but he also assures everyone, I will defeat the beast forever again. And she's like, oh, because he's oh my experts will and with my help of my expert knowledge and will will you know I'll defeat it again. She's like, oh experts, huh? Who 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 are these experts and what is their knowledge? And Wizard calls on Anna, and she's like, you know, we, we, we know the beast will come uh, from the sky, and it'll have a heart and feelings and, you know, all that kind of thing, so we know it can be killed. And as she's giving this speech, Elizabeth, who's across the table, sort of next to, just conveniently next to Princess of Ev uh, Langdewear, body language goes, you know, whatever. Puts her head down like oh, she wasn't trying to hear this. Langdewear immediately notices and is like, you disagree? And Elizabeth is like, we, uh, you know, we read the signs you know, differently. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, well, one's got to be reading it right, one's got to be reading it wrong. And I was thinking, like, well, they could both be wrong. That's a, that's option C. Right. Like, And then she also makes the line of, you. it seems you have an abundance of expert opinions here. But they disagree, you know. Yeah. And, and, and the wizard, and I, could, I can't blame him here. Like, I, I, I was with him. Right here, when you gotta be have a united front, when you're like negotiating, whether it's like business, well, clearly this is this is a lot of different things, but whether it's like a traditional kind of business deal or real estate kind of thing, where you're doing bad contracts, where you're going back and forth, you can't have somebody on your own team undermining you. Right. Because the they because their feels- feelings are hurt. Right, she's in her feelings because she's not the she's not most at, favorite. She's not at next to him on his. Well, she, she's on Anna's on his left, but his right hand, uh, uh, high priestess. You know, uh, what do we call him? High priestess. Uh, yeah, like the high priest, like the sisterhood. Sisterhood. People. We had another name for him. Priestess. Like the priestesses. We called them priestess and something else. We had been calling them for the last like three episodes. Oh, I can't, I can't remember. Damn it. Um. So yeah. So she's in yeah in her feelings, and yeah, she's like, so who's the dumb? Are you the dumb one, or is she the dumb one? And she's like, he's like. Child, show some respect. The wizard, you know, snaps. And then, with all the attitude in the world, Elizabeth goes, I believe Anna's misreading the, the, the signs. And the wizard just bangs his hand, his fist on the, on the table. Elizabeth! You know. And again, that's where I, uh... And then she's like, Anna's like, nope, my signs are clear. And Langdewear... Yeah, my dear wizard, it seems you have an abundance of of expert counsel, but they seem to disagree. The only problem is they disagree. And and the whole time the king of Ev is just looking back and forth from his daughter to the wizard 
to his daughter, to the wizard, and he's just clearly just salty. Like the wizard is just pissed off. Any any leverage, any not even leverage because leverage is to. Well, like any confidence in the negotiation. Not even, but any leverage. But I said not leverage because of leverage you assume that you have a you're above a bit to have leverage. Uh, just being at even at the, at the even keel, even you know, nope. You lost all your leverage, and you're not even on the same level as this insolent child or whatever uh, he called her. Next thing we get. Uh, we can only be described as like what which 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 time like which yeah. time oh yeah and that was one of the coolest moments i think in the episode where they have like sister witch facetime mm-hmm. yeah so the scene starts with witch west <clears throat> with a, like a silk towel over her head uh almost like what you would do to like clear your sinuses with a bowl right. of like uh, hot water with some vapor and the eucalyp- eucalyp- eucalyptics, eucalyptus, jeez, Travis, there you go, you got uh, it. <laughs> and some peppermint or whatever, and you just put a towel over your head and breathe in the vapors. She was doing that, but she then immediately like flicked the towel off of her head, and it formed a face in it, which was Glinda's face, and Glinda, I don't know if she was. Uh, doing something because she's like what do you want I got you know, you know I, I got places to be <laughs> I found our sister's killer and she's like where is she which I asked how does she know it was a she that yes that would that should have been the first tip like um okay she, huh? Okay. Um, she says, you know, I got her. Uh, we've had a, she's asleep. We had a strenuous conversation. And Glenda demands, don't do anything till I arrive. And she's like, I'll do what the hell I please with her. And she's like, and make a mess of it, no doubt. Wait for me. And then Witch West snaps her finger and the silk, silk towel falls and the connections end it. And uh, she yells for tea. Tip says, you don't have to yell. My ears haven't changed. Were you this insolent as a boy? Tip says, why don't you change me back? And we'll find out. Like Everybody wants to be something they're not. Just quit thinking you're special. She snapped at Tip. And then Tip just put her head down. And she's like, what? Did I hurt your feelings? Tip's like, nope. You gotta love somebody, or you gotta. Only people you love can make you angry. So angry you want to strangle them, or push them off a building. Like so, obviously and rightfully, she's still feeling, you know, guilty for, uh, you know, killing Jack. Um, and she's a kid, so I don't, I don't hold it against her. But her immaturity, kind of like over the next few minutes, is just. It's... Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, so she gives uh, gives her a tea. <clears throat> Mistress West takes her hand and you know 
puts it up against her face. She takes Tip's hands, puts puts it up against her West's face, and then uh, Miranda comes in. Mistress, he's like Miranda, go see if the 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 the, the prisoner is awake and take the chamber pot while you're at it. And Miranda's just staring a hole through Tip, and Tip's looking back at her like, who the hell is he? Is she? And Tip's looking at her. She's like, don't mind her. Tip's like, well, who is she? It's like. She's the old you. And this is where the first part of not seeing everybody for what they or seeing everybody for what they are begins, because up until this point, up until this episode, you could rightly feel that West is just this battered, unloved, tortured witch that really had got a raw deal. Mm-hmm. And you can see that even last week when she was talking about how much she had freedom under her, that isn't true. Because wait, last what week we she now what about freedom? Remember when they were trying to do the sister like debates to get to get the rights to tip? Yeah. And she said, you know, you're going to be objected, and you know all this other crap under my sister. With me, you have freedom. And. You can see now the disdain with which she shows the last recruit how far that freedom goes. Well, freedom in the sense that you can, like, do be bad. Like, you can fucking do drugs and, uh, you know, I guess that's right. kind of it. <laughs> what else do they do? Right. That, that goes back to what Tip was saying. You'd be a... Yeah, whole uh, or none. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a certain amount of freedom. I don't know, I guess. But that's the thing, where she made it seem like, you know, especially when she did that ceremony, like, you know, her wild magic is based off of them having a laissez-faire attitude on everything. But no, she has an iron fist just as much as her good witch sister does. It's just that they show it in different ways. Yeah, they've done a really good job of, you know, like, keeping keeping it ambiguous to... Of, with these witches, east, you know, uh, n- north, east, and west. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who's the good one, or you know, just you know, going by this the story. I mean, or going by the movie. You know, Glinda should be ultimately the good guy. West is a bad one, and East was bad, and that's why you know was everybody celebrated when she died. Like, right. you know, clearly, like, yeah, merciful and stern, torturing people and putting them in that prison. Like, that's clearly she's the bad guy. But, like, with West, I'm like, yeah, she's bad, but Glenda ain't exactly, how can I be, how can I say she's good? So I'm just, you know, trying, it's, it's tough to uh, either pick sides or go, like, up, oh, she's right, and she has the moral high ground, because none of them have any of that. Right. So, we're back with, uh, with Sylvie and Lucas in Eamon's, uh, Eamon's crib, and Sylvie tries to wake him up. No! She doesn't try to wake him up, that's right. She kicks him in the shin, and then yeah. has the shock face when he pulls a knife on her. Yeah. And he immediately like recognizes and puts the knife down and 
He's like, we have to work on how you wake people up. Yeah, I got to teach your dumbass how to wake people up so you don't get killed. Stupid. I mean, jeez. You want me to kick you in the shin while you're awake? Let alone when you're asleep. Get woken up that way. Um, my dad was the worst. Like, waking people up. Like, waking you up. Like, come mm. on, man. Don't you understand? You're setting the tone for, like, my day. Don't come in Just here hit you this... upside the head with a steel chair. <laughs> right. Don't come in with this rah-rah. Did you... Why didn't you do the dishes last night? <laughs> See? Why didn't you do the dishes last night? Because, man, I had to go to sleep. Leave me alone. See? <laughs> um, so... Yeah, she calls him Lucas. And he's like, oh, yeah. The name Dorothy gave me. And then uh, Sylvie walks over to the window. She says, Dorothy here. And Lucas is like, here? And she's like, he's like, are you sure? She's like, yep. How do you know? And she points to her heart. Like, what? She feels it? That's pretty cool if it's true. I mean, she's clearly magical, so... Right. I mean, she turned... Which I'm questioning now. Like, was that some kind of self-defense thing that she did? Did they not want to be turned to stone? And if I mean, I can't imagine they would, would want to. But Yeah, I thought she... it was definitely... Those guys are some shady balls people. Why'd and she, she had to so defend long? herself at some point. Yeah, I guess. But if Dorothy didn't come along, she'd have been trapped there. Right. Um, so yeah, so uh, back to Dorothy in the dungeon, still tied up. She's awake, and Mistress West says, "Maybe you need a little stretch." And she snaps her fingers and makes her come to go to her feet, and she raises her in the air, and she's just hovering in the air, and she snaps her fingers. Look at me, and in her head twists to the side to look at Mistress West and she's like Glenda will be here tomorrow and expects information from you but you're going to give it to me first when you killed my sister I told you I didn't Dorothy said and then she twi shifts her hand and twists Dorothy's body and you know so it's clearly like Dorothy's in pain like were you acting as someone's agent when you murdered her on orders to keep her from telling her, me her secrets? She's like, no, I swear, no. And Dorothy takes, or Witch West takes the shirt from Tip's hands. And who's who's Kay Chapman? I don't know. Well, no, she didn't just say, I don't know. She hesitated. And then it was like, I don't know. And that was like the, a clear, blatant, like obvious, you know, like we, as the audience, could tell. Like, oh, yeah, no, this bitch lying. And, and remember, she can see the truth in people anyway. Right, which is I don't understand why why she thinks Dorothy's lying because she or, or, unless you're saying Dorothy, well she does know she 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 does know that that person. No, 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 not about the Kate Chapman stuff. That was the first actual lie to me that she told. But the whole time, which West was just 
not getting it. And I'm like, don't you see the truth in people? Like, that's your whole gimmick. Why can't you tell? Dorothy is at least somewhat telling the truth. Like, I didn't put the gun to your sister's head and kill her. She was trying to kill me. or She was torturing me. Okay, but that, that all, all when you break it down to its truest level, if she's using that power the way I think, if you know me pulling this trigger is going to kill me and you tell me to do it, right? it's going to be, you, you killed her. Just as much, you, because you tricked her into doing it. This isn't but, like, this isn't again, like she stumbled but, and fell no, no, on No, 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 right. But, okay, right. So, look at that situation. What the, like, look at, like, that, especially later when she got the memories from her. It's like, yeah, so you exactly, you saw how it happened. I wasn't, I wasn't trying. I wasn't out to get her. Um, I hit her with the car. They didn't even talk about that. They didn't even show that as a memory. Well, and then that was to a witch, I'm sure. That was like, no soul. Like, that's nothing. Okay. It's like, I hit her with a car last week. <laughs> um, but yeah, she could see like no, she followed. She was stalking me. She came after me. She tortured me. But that doesn't matter to her. Again, it's the person who this is the last person that truly loved her. So it doesn't matter if she started the fight. You ended it, and now I got you. I'm. I always get stuck in that argument because I or, or on that thing because I'm the guy that goes, look, if you are a criminal or some kind of you know, bad guy and you're committing a crime and you kill somebody and a witness comes forth and was like, yeah, no, he, he shot that guy. He stabbed that guy. And you're like, want to like get the witness? Like, no, no, no. Yeah. You stab, yeah. you murdered a person. It's people are supposed it to matter. Travis tell to them. You, you dumbass. Yeah. But, but then the opposite happens. And that happens a lot in like small neighborhoods. Right. Where yeah. like the police come rolling through it. Nobody saw nothing. So it's all, and I think this, and I think if you think but about it, as a criminal, you got to be able to go. You know what? I was out there criminaling it up, and I got caught, and somebody saw me. Like it's up to, it's my job as a criminal to not get caught, to not to wear gloves, to wear a mask. To oh, what, they're not gonna look at it that way. I mean, if, there's a, honor, if there's a witness, man, damn, have some. If, honor if there's in a your witness, your car's blowing. <laughs> And that's why, like, any time, like, any of these movies or any of these situations that come up in any story where, it's like, you did the dirt, you have to pay for it, and yet you're going to try to go after the person who's just doing what they yeah. were doing. all they did was literally just a person at the bus stop that saw you in a road rage incident shoot this guy and peel off. And See? now you're That's mad. perfect timing because you said, you said bus stop. And the first thing I thought of when you were talking was a Bronx tale. Like, I just want to be a bus driver, raise my kid. I ain't need no mob dudes teaching him, get putting money in his pocket. See? Showing him this road I'm trying to keep him away from. <laughs> but for West, she's like, nah, man, I'm down for life. You, you, you got my girl. I'm going to have to get you. And that also, if you think about it through that logical thing of like, the, not not rather not she killed her per se, but whether she was responsible for it and maybe felt guilt for it, and that's what she sends. Mm-hmm. It, it begs the question of why doesn't she sense anything later? Uh, in tip, you mean? Yeah. Yes, and I think that's more. That's and we'll get to that, but that's more to tip than her being a bad bad witch or a bad bad intuition or whatever her powers are failed to her or anything. Oh no, I don't think it's a bad witch or intuition. I think it's one of the things where tip, okay, my theory is 
uh, Tip is still going to be Ozma, obviously, and which means she's a witch. I think Dorothy is half witch, and that's why she's able to sense the things she could out of Dorothy that she can't out of Tip. Because Dorothy's only half witch, right? Uh... Because I think, okay, we'll get to it at yeah. the end. But the way the wizard looked at her, I think, I think there's a. There's some shenanigans going on there. I think that might be her dad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's. I mean, I'm almost pr- pretty damn sure that. And we get we get uh, we get an under we get a we get a they let us know who which of the South was. Yep. She was their mother. All three. Yeah, mother of all witches. witches. Yeah. Thousands of witches. Thousands of witches. Every witch that was born came from her. Right. So that's like. I mean, maybe I can't go use an hour like physiology and, and, and you know, uh, steps of evolution and uh, natural selection and all that. But. Like, like, how does, how, like, where'd she come from? Like, well, and that's where, you know, the delightful old lady in the cottage comes from. That's which South. She was hiding out there in her cottage, if, if they're keeping up with the storyline, with the last witch she birthed and who she raised as a boy because she knew what the birthright would be. And was just kind of oh, like, oh, snap. And that's why she was so adamant about keeping Tip Tip and not his Ozma. Because they'd never look for a boy. (laughs) And which, as we've seen from the car accident, is the only one who could survive getting straight up murked. Right. So which can get run through with a sword. Right. And then clobbered in the head. 20 times with his copper vase or picture. Right. In hindsight, maybe he should have clobbered her 29 times. Yeah, yeah. 29 holes or 29 souls. <laughs> Word to the Rumble fans out there. Yeah, early. Uh, so, Witch West is just trying to uh, uh, get some information out of her. She's like, uh, uh, then she gets into. Uh, with the Kay Chapman thing and the hesitation and knowing she was lying, she's like, "I'm I'm serious. I don't know who she was. I never. I didn't know. I didn't know her." And then Witch West is like, "What? Even dogs know the bitch whence from whence they came." You know. Then she gets into the mother. My, you know who my mother was? She was the witch of the South, birthed all the witches, and gets into that whole story. And um, she she didn't raise me but she definitely got to know me you know and again had thousands of other kids and she still got took the time to get to know me and your mother had one baby girl and didn't want it what kind of wretchedness and rottenness is inside you that she sensed like just like going way too far like how but again she's in her feelings and she's like i'll make you hurt every way i can She's going to remember that, too. Like, yeah. Uh, Dorothy, I'm saying. Like, Dorothy's going to remember that. Um, 
Something in you that's broken that couldn't be fixed. That's what she's saying. Her mother sensed in her. And she told her to go to hell. And then she l dropped her. Like, let the spell go. And she dropped, you know, six, eight feet to the ground right on her back. And then her gauntlets exposed themselves. Which I thought was... I mean, wouldn't this, like, and everybody, like, looks at the gauntlets, and she's like, those are my sisters, how, you know, what are you doing with them on? And she goes to try to take them from her, and they, yes. yeah, they defend Dorothy, and, you know, burns her Witch West's arms and, and hands, and she's clearly, oh, all up in her neck and everything, like, just sends. Yeah, it, goes through, it looks like the way it lit up, it went through, like, her whole, like, nervous system. It was like, it, it looked like. And I feel like we talked about this just the other day, but it looked like Killiam, like the, the the Iron Man three gimmick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 the, the extremist stuff. Yeah. But what I didn't understand about that scene was why the gauntlets let her hit the damn ground. I figured why didn't the gauntlets kick in earlier in the torture? Um, like if she's supposed to be getting protected, I mean, right. she gets okay. jacked up. No, 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 no. I I get that, but I think the like like when she walked on the water to get across the the water and across the uh, the sharpness, um, they kicked in like just innately. Mm -hmm. Like that's that should have been another clue, not another clue, but um, what am I trying to say? Like, like if they're like, it's not going to protect her from getting punched in the face or getting like the witch doing, the, you know, flipping her around and and making her hover in the air because she doesn't know how to use them. But in a something like a when you're falling and you're just like, like like people's powers come out like all in those situations like. I don't know. I, I'm having a hard time verbalizing what I can see in my head. Like it just seems like a way more natural thing for for an, those elements. Her gauntlets for how they're gimmicked, how the they how they've been uh, portrayed so far. It seems like they would kick in there and not come out like after to just do nothing but sparkle and glint. Like the whole thing, like it, I think the the scene would have been way more powerful if she stops an inch above the ground, and then is lowered. Like yeah, and then then, then you just proceed with the the same scene. Like what are you doing with those gauntlets? They're my sisters, and then she gets burned with them, you know, or by them. So I just thought, wow, well, kind of a pointless. But again, and then it makes you think, well, yeah, it could have at least helped me at least. Uh, uh, further or earlier, I should say, in the torture or in the yeah. Uh, the wizard's talking to the king of Ev, and the king of Ev wants he he wants him, the king of Ev to build his arsenal in what three days? I don't I don't understand. Um, right. But the king of Ev, and that's is where like, the machinations come from. I think the the king of Ev, they have all the tech stuff. So they might have like. Oh, drawing. they probably got like. Oh yeah, we got you know, some cannons and 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 you know some uh, you know arm-mounted you know guns and stuff. Got you. Some transformers. 
Don't even sweat it. So maybe, yeah, we'll just take a few, you know, just to call, ship, ship them in. And... So anyway, he wants his dog. That he's, he's like, oh, yeah, sure, you can, I'll get your arsenal and just bring my dog back. Uh, he died last year. At least I think it was last year. So, wizard goes, ah, okay. Immediately goes to the princess of Ev Langdewir and is like, okay, so how long have you been running, running this, uh, running the kingdom? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just an insolent child. All right, isn't that what you said? And he's like, okay, I need your help. You need my help. What, what, you know, you know, how can we, uh, make this work and she talked about how she was too young to remember the attacks of the beast forever the original one or the ones from 20 years ago so okay so yeah so that makes sense when we say 18 24 or, or 22 yeah. something like that so yeah she's probably about 22 yeah. uh to have it 20 years ago uh but she said she grew up in them she grew up in the wake in the, uh in the reconstruction and 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 all that kind of stuff and he's like yes it was a terrible tragedy and She's like, yeah, you you saved things, but you saved Emerald City. You left my town to drown, my people to drown, my mother. And she like really like was feeling it there. And she's like, and you thought, oh wait, what was the line? Uh, if you oh if you thought to save us, she'd still be alive. And he's like, it's a great tragedy. Uh, it was a great loss. And she's like, I know, I might be the one that wears a mask, but I can see right through yours. Um, and then he's like, well, what is it that you want? Whatever it is, it's yours. Like, he's getting desperate. She's like, I want to see Emerald City drown in, uh, or laid to waste. And I want to see you drown in its suffering. Woohoo! That was deep. Yeah. And this is all taking place as in her, in the, in, you know, the Emerald Ta City Tower or a little castle deal overlooking the entire city at night, which is gorgeous. And you see the, like, tile on the little the edge small here. pillars. Yeah. Like, wow, this is, this is, they did a really good it's job ornate. of uh, making this place look really decadent. Like, everything about this show is decadent especially the over you know the, the fancy stuff but even the ojo his over-the-top you know tribesman gear and face paint and everything is just you know decadent. yeah they did a great job with world building so that's when it gets to be frustrating when they have a little gaffes like the gun thing or maybe i think it was episode two with uh the Oh, what was it? There was something in it. Oh, the yeah. car. Where'd that go? Right. Um, yeah, now back into the dungeon. Dorothy's trying to get into the, uh, the, the little thing that you throw the chamber pot crap and pee down. Um, earlier when she... Uh, Earlier, oh wait, did we just did we black out on that part? Uh, I think you're I think you're going back into a loop because right now the next thing after the chat is Lucas and young girl. No, not after uh, 
Langdewear in the Wizards conversation on the balcony when she says, I want to see him. Yeah, laid the waste. Then it's the, that this is Tip being a big old piece of just immaturity. And it's like, I'm going to do what you should have did. Yeah. Yeah, away. but before that, yeah, she's trying to get into <clears throat> that, into that, uh, I don't know, what is it, the thing with the lid, where they put, where she put, like the food latch, yeah, no, the big giant thing that's in oh, her room, that's like, a, that's like the, um, it's, it's the not waste, like a, a the waste the waste thing because yeah. it's it's for everything. So like if you want to throw bodies, you want to throw. So I guess it is it's waste. Like the, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, if you that your murder hole, your <laughs> your shit in murder hole. <laughs> uh, so she's trying to like get into that, but it's highly secured and very medieval, and and you know stone and metal and yes cast iron lock like the key to that lock is eight inches long and 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 you know i couldn't i probably yeah i don't care how much lucas kansas crossfit dorothy does there's no way she's lifting that up no um and she's just trying to find her find like little ways out and then she goes to the food hole and she's looking and she sees the keys you know, to to the thing, and then here comes Tip, and she's like, "Please help me, help me, please." And Tip opens up the food hole, shoves in the food. She's like, "She's gonna kill me." He's like, "Yep." Soon as she recovers, because I wasn't sure whether after the first watch, after it wasn't until I watched it a second time that I caught that yes, when she recovers, line. Because I wasn't sure, like, so did the gauntlets... I mean, it should have been clear, because... But, you know, you're dealing with magic, you just never know. Like, did the gauntlet hurt the Witch West trying to take the gauntlets off Dorothy? Did that hurt her? And I was unsure until my second watch, I was like, oh, okay. Tip made reference. Yeah, when she recovers, she is going to kill you. Like, oh, okay, she did have to go recover or rest and... You know, put some salve or whatever on her hands. Probably, you know, got burned. Um, and uh, then Tip goes, you know, you don't remember me, do you? Oh, well, first she's like, can you get me that key? And then she, Tip, she's like, you don't recognize me, do you? She's like, I'm the boy you saved uh, from Monby. And Dorothy's just like, what? Tip? She's like, how? Is that really you? And Tip's like, I don't know who I am because of you. And she's like, because of me? Tip, I helped you when I had nothing to gain. And because you asked me to. And I was like, oh, that's right. With the damn note under the door, help me. <laughs> it's like she just went barging in and was like, come on, you're coming with me. She specifically right. asked for help. Or, you know. And then Tip got to beg for, got, beg for it. Tip's got the face of, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm really glad you did. Or at the moment, I certainly was. Uh, you helping me was the worst thing that ever happened. So I'm going to do it to you what I wish you would have done for me. Walk away. And she's like, no, Tip, no. And Tip leaves. And then they pan out and they show that... Uh, Mar- uh, not Marcy, whatever her name was, uh, Maribel, 
Miranda. Miranda was was what the jealous old tip was why it was uh, listening around the corner the whole time. Uh, then they go back to uh, Lucas and Sylvie walking through the fair, or you know, I guess. And there's jugglers and there's people in masks and everyone's wearing a mask, or at least most people. So he sees a wizard's guard soldier who kind of recognizes him. So he puts on a devil's, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, a goat's mask, like a Baphomet mask. And Sylvie freaks out and he's like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's me. It's, it's all good. And the whole time, I didn't notice this until my second watch. They're kneeling by the foot of the giant. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. Like, his body was, like, as big as the pinky toe. Of, yeah, that's, uh, like, an insane scale. Of, of the giant, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so he gets the mask on, and they feel a little more comfortable walking around the fair. And then uh, in comes Kay Chapman, comes Dorothy's mom. I don't want to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. And she's now a prisoner. In the same dungeon as Dorothy. Like, oh, what a... How about that? Look at... What a dink. And it was Tip who threw her in there. So that's... that's That was the, my first, like... Don't do it, Dorothy. Don't give up the goods. Don't give up the information. I'm sitting there yelling at the TV. Um, but Dorothy did ask, like... Is this really... Is that really you? You know, she's like, oh, Dorothy... It's my fault that you don't know for sure. So that was a good recovery line. You know, uh, I wasn't there for you when you needed me most, but just tell the witch what she wants to know, and that we can go home. She's like, she'll let us go home? She's like, yes, we will go home. Just remember back to when you met the witch, or just think back uh, to when you killed the witch. Just remember. That's all you got to do. Just remember. And then it went forehead to forehead. So she's literally just wants her to think about what happened. And through the power of, you know, witch telepathy and all that, she sees what happened. So she saw her sister torturing Dorothy and Lucas. And she's talking about, you know, are you one of Glinda's girls? Uh, my sister with the secret. And then, the kill, you know, she shoots herself. And then she snatches away from Dorothy, still in Karen Chapman form. And he's like, she was trying to tell me about, about Glinda. And then she slapped Dorothy, because Dorothy was like, Mom? And then Dorothy looks back up, and it's Witch Wes. And she's like, thanks for the memories. And walks away. And Tip is there to lock the door. And then she's crying. Uh, 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 Dorothy is, and Tip is clearly like emotional about about that like she's looking like oh crap do I just am I seriously going to walk away and uh now in this next scene with Jack and Langdewear they're still in Wonder Wonderland they're still in Emerald City correct or are they back in Ev at this point? Uh, 
Rich? Oh, maybe Rich uh, dropped off. Uh oh. But anyway, I'm trying to decide. I can't. I'm looking at the architect and architecture, uh, architecture and and. There we are. You, you with us? Yeah, yeah. I was trying to explain to my wife why. Oh, okay. I'm not too happy that my head's been hurting the entire podcast, and I had asked her to bring up ibuprofen, and she never did it. Ah, <laughs> oh, Melissa. And then she's downstairs making some sort of chicken masala concoction. I was like, what about something basic? Since, you know, I've been sick all day. And her response was, well, I talked my buddy Gil's downstairs here to see the rumble. And uh, she's like, well, I asked Gil. I was like, you, you, did you ask me? You know, the guy's like, Jesus. I asked Gil. <laughs> you was like, yeah. some chicken masala, what a side of this. She was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were at the scene with Jack and Wang Langdeweer on the roof. I was asking, are they are they still in uh, Emerald City, or do you think they're back in Ev at this point? I think they're still in Emerald City because of the lack of respect they get in the next scene. That's Which, why. Okay, like, that's a thank you. I was wondering, did they not know who she was? Like that's a little risky. For a couple street toughs to be messing yeah. around with the princess of Ev, I mean, so uh, yeah, so that makes sense. But still, she's the princess of still, she's the princess of Ev. Like that's like right they, again. Some, they wouldn't be caring. They just know she's some girl with a bird face, with some limped up dude in the alley. So they're gonna take advantage. So she wants him to go to the fair with him, and he's like, yeah. "No, why should I listen to you?" She's like. Because we're friends. She's like, we're not friends. Do you even have you ever had a friend? You know. Right. He always also said you're the worst human being I know. He's like, you want. He was like, you treat me like you know, <clears throat> laugh at me, and you you know, you treat me like crap. Now you want me to go eat candy apples with you? Like, what do you want from me? Am I? Oh, that's right. That's when the friend thing came along. Yeah, you, you laugh at my clumsiness and my freakishness. What do you want from me? And she's like, uh, we're, you're my friend. And he laughed at her, just laughed right at her. <laughs> it's like, have you ever had a friend? And uh, do you know what a friend is? Have you ever had one? And she's like, no, I've just never had a chance to get one before. I've always wanted a friend, I've just never, you know... Didn't know. Oh, I didn't know where to get one. And he's like, "You don't get one. Go to the friend store. Yeah, you earn one." And she says, "How?" And like genuinely, she asks, and she's like, "I don't know. Think of them before yourself. Try to be helpful, encouraging, or just do doing. You know, do things together." And then she stopped, thought about it, and I think she's like such like a calculating kind of a personality like she see things and you can see the things turning in her head like when she saw Elizabeth kind of 
feeling salty about Anna being getting all the credit and stuff. She's immediately deduced what was going on, um, and and then and then came up with a plan. So she, as soon as he said that, she like stopped, turned her head, looked out. Yeah, they definitely are in Emerald City. I see the giant. Uh, looked out into the city and was like, "Oh, like going to a fair, huh?" And then she held out her hand and was like, "You know, will you go to?" And he's like, "Yeah, I guess." And she held out her hand like, okay, well, let's go to the damn fair. She's, but she was nice about it. She's like, yeah. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with a person who failed at her job of being a nurse. And now she wants to do it last minute. This will be on posterity for our podcast as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, the, you shouldn't be I, laughing about this. This is like the height of... How are you going to tell somebody, oh, I found out what you want to eat because I talked to your friend and that's, that's what we're going to eat? You, you just said, I asked I Dylan, said, you said I, it was okay. No, that's not what I said. Man. That's I literally said, what you said. No, yeah. you were acting like the chicken was like an afterthought. I was like, no, I just said to Gil, I have chicken. If you guys want me to make chicken, I can also make chicken. I'll just ask Rich when he comes down. You weren't down yet. Why don't you ask Rich prior to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Usually I know. Yeah, yeah, see. Okay, so her argument, for those of you listening to this, is that because she usually gets home at 11 o'clock at night or gets home around 7 and makes dinner at 10 p.m., making it at 7 p.m. is supposed to be a win. Hey, you should, yeah, a win. Make it a win. She's just like Guinevere. She's like, I don't know how a husband works. I just went to the store. Just to get one. Oh, no. Oh, see, I still want to make what I want to make, but I will make you an addendum meal just because I feel like it. How about something that is easy to eat and digest? Okay. Kind of That's like basic chicken. If you're, you're talking about black and chicken, you're just going to throw 87 spices on it. You no. Gonna, you're going to mess around and go down there and it's going to be a bowl of oatmeal for you. No, like, you yeah, can no. put it with, you can mix it in with whatever you're doing, but can you make chicken that's like, See, this is when podcasting goes wrong. <laughs> She's like, oh, you wanted something simple, huh? Yeah. Okay, so what are you making? I'm making chana marsala. Wait, why did you decide to make chana marsala today? Because. Maybe you should just be happy you're getting a meal, Rich. I had it. Mm. Listen, this is how it starts, and then it'll be, oh, maybe you should be happy you're just in a house. Maybe you should be happy you haven't kicked out of Pittsburgh. Maybe you're happy you should be in the Commonwealth. <laughs> if you give a mouse a cookie, that's the, the definition of being married to my wife. She takes an inch and takes a mile. I'm talking to Travis. And we're doing a... We're doing he knows! A... <laughs> See? So what are you making with this chicken before I go upstairs and finish this thing? I mean, how I'm make the yeah. I don't Why don't you just mix it in with whatever your masala or whatever? Who? You mean to make like? I thought you were making chicken masala. That's if you see masala, you see chicken. I would take one and one and make two, but you're taking two and two and equal in potato. What's two and two make chicken? Mm. That doesn't help you, ma'am. So what are you doing? You just wanted to use your. Again, my wife is really trying to pull this Guinevere stuff. She pulled out a Cuisinart she have not used in a minute just to do a project. 
Oh, you haven't used it since two thousand since we got married. Congrats. That's right. So do you have rice or anything normal for other people? I have rice. Like, so I, what are we gonna eat with rice. this? Like, just pour this over rice and. Yes. Richard, you eat yourself a bowl of cereal, and and call it a night. I might have to. Travis said, "Just get a bowl of cereal and call it a night." <laughs> I don't even eat cereal, and I'll do it just. To end this. <laughs> no, Travis is just saying for me, just like give up because you're obviously going to keep making what you're making, what you are continuing to do. Hmm? Yes, Trey. I don't know, Trey. Say yes. Nope. Would you need a Trey? All right, folks. <laughs> watch, watch that be the response on Twitter. Yep, that's gonna be yep. I side with Melissa. <laughs> no, yeah, just or just in general, not. Oh, what did you think of uh, Langdewier and uh, you know? Oh, those gauntlets really uh, came through for for Dorothy in her time of need and blah blah blah. Nope. I want to know more about this chicken marsala. <laughs> yep. See what she put in. Was it some paprika? Did she use some cardamom? Uh, all right. Let's uh, get through the last bit of this here show. Um, so uh, the wizard comes to visit Eamon. And he's like, you know, he, had, he basically just got out of surgery. The doctor is there. And yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, this is like eye surgery so Eamon basically bit on some lamb's wool mm-hmm. and that dude just went digging until he found the bullet this is just everybody's just wilding out today yeah. alright Magoo hit the bricks I, can't. I know you can't reach them it's a figure of speech <laughs> I gotta go slap some bricks <laughs> You got yeah, every time I say hit the bricks. bricks in the crib in the house. Yeah, like on on some of the ceiling, <laughs> he'll look and be like, "I can't, I can't reach him." Uh, so so Eamon's trying to explain. He's like, "I don't know what kind of power it is that she used." Oh oh crap crap crap! Before that. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. That was just them agreeing to go to the fair, not the. Yeah, no, no, nothing else happened. Not the, yeah, post-alleyway scene. Um, yeah, so he's like, I don't understand what kind of power she used. One moment I was up, the next I was down. Uh, and then the doctor comes over and he's like, it was this. And he has the bullet fragment in between some tweezers. And he's like, do you know what that is? And yep. he's like... He doesn't say it, but everything in his face, like, lets you know. Hell yeah, he knows that's a bullet. Mm-hmm. Next, we've got Tip coming in the dungeon with Dorothy's backpack. And she gives her the bag. And, uh, Dorothy's like, why are you helping me? And she's like, I'm already responsible for one person dying. I don't want to be responsible for another. And she gives her the key to the uh, to the lock that opens up the uh, hatch, the, the the murder hole, the murder and shit hole hatch. And then Miranda comes in with this big ass knife and was like, "My mistress is going to be so pleased with me. She won't mind the mess one bit." 
And I was thinking, like, oh, like, this is going to be, you know, interesting. But we don't get to see the confrontation, the actual physical, you know. Have we seen Dorothy, like, mix it up yet? Besides the little, you know, what she did with Mistress West. But we haven't seen her, like dip a punch and throw a counter punch or wrestle somebody to the ground yet, have we? I missed that last part. My wife is still crazy. <laughs> we haven't uh, seen Dorothy fight yet, have we? Because they... No! They, she... uh, they didn't show the actual physical confrontation. And we know Tip didn't do much. Why? Because Tip's a punk! Oh, wait, never mind. She did straight up murder Jack, so maybe she does have that. (laughs) She's still got dude strength. She's, um. Yeah, but But she doesn't have any marks on her. Neither of them. Neither does, yeah. So that girl must have been the punk. I mean, she had a big ass knife. Somebody knows, uh. And nobody got cut? Somebody, yeah, there's no blood around. Somebody knows, like, some kind of defense. Krav Maga. Yeah, I was, I was thinking the same thing. Some kind of close combat, hand-to-hand, Krav Maga type. I told you, she that that, that uh, Lucas, Kansas, CrossFit, slash Krav Maga, slash Kinko's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, that's where she, she, she trains at, the, the local uh, Krav Maga gym in Lucas, freaking bumfuck Kansas. Um, so yeah so in the meantime Glenda shows up it's the next day and uh, and everything stops everything stops she walks in all pure and white and virtuous and wholesome into this den of inequity and and, and, people were mid hip thrust and they they were like whoa (laughs) they were yep mid grope you know you just saw tongue kissing just stop oh who's this put some clothes on put some clothes on She's like, I'd like to speak to your mistress. And then uh, she's explaining West is explaining to uh, Glenda that she's had her she's had her less than a day. And they're walking through the hallway. She's uh, been quite revealing. She's like, I told you to wait for me. He's like, don't worry. She's got, I'm sure she has more secrets to spill. And Glenda's like, secrets? He's like, yep. Um, the ones our sister died with. Secrets were kept. They were kept for me too, Glenda says. Lying her ass off. Uh, he's like, I, I harbor no secrets, especially from you. You're the only family I have left. Wet. She's like, I hadn't seen our eastern sister in years, and now she's gone. Let time not be our enemy as well. And then she goes, oh, so you haven't seen her in years, huh? And Glenda's like, why? Uh, did the girl tell you something differently? And he's like, the girl says all kinds of things. And she opens up the door, and it's Miranda with her arm up to the shoulder almost, Slant the, the 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 grate, the lid for the uh, 
for the, the the murder hole hatch is slammed down on her arm and she can't move. And she's like, what the hell? She's like, the prisoner, she's escaped. And then Glinda's like, you couldn't have listened to me on one time. She's like, I'll find her. She's like, your incompetence has cost me enough. And she storms off. And Miranda's still whimpering. I tried, but they overpowered me. She's like, who is they? And she screams, her! And Tip walked in with a tray of tea. She's like, where's the girl? Tip's like, ma'am. She's like, tell her what you did, Miranda yells. And Tip's like, tell her what I did? It's like, they ran at me and slammed the lid on my arm. She's like, is this true? Tip's like, ma'am, I've been preparing your tea all morning, just like you asked. And Miranda screams, she's lying! And, uh, Witch West opens the lid, uh, untrapping, uh, uh, Miranda's arm and then she goes over to her and is like did you help the, that girl out of spite to hurt your mistress the way she hurt you and she's like no mistress I, I, I promise I wouldn't I would never do that she's lying uh, she did it all look into her soul and you'll see and she looked at Tip and was like trying to get a reading on her and Tip just dead faced and just deadpan no sold it and Mistress West goes, you know what I can't stand is a liar. And she lifts her, you know, telepathically or magically lifts up Miranda, slams her into the murder hole lid, and then down into the thing. And you hear a splash. Just, you know. And then the next scene, it, or the next shot, is Dorothy running out of the murder hole. And, like Indiana Jones style, and then get immediately getting to the side so she doesn't, you know, get splashed with uh, murder juice and, and crap. And also the body of the girl who just, Miranda, who just got killed. So at the fair, Jack says to uh, Langdewear, I'm sorry about your father, him being sick and all. She's like, he's not sick. She like snapped a little bit. He's just leaving us without leaving us. And again, they're just enjoying the fair. There's jugglers and stilt walkers. And, um, and again, everybody's wearing masks. And Jack goes, can I ask you a question? And she goes, what? Why do I wear a mask? I'll tell you when we're friends. Like, oh, you know, way to, way to turn that on them. Next scene is Anna on that balcony overlooking the city there's the giant in the distance wizard comes in it's like I have something to show you opens up his hand and there's the bullet and she's like what is it she's like and the wizard goes power strong enough stronger than magic she uh, he said yeah she says what is it it's a bullet more powerful than magic something so powerful that it can kill the beast forever. Uh, and then we'll already have something. And then we'll have, really have something to celebrate. And then Dorothy. They show her at the fair. Kind of uh, limping around. She immediately realizes. I better put a mask on. So she gets a mask and, and puts it on. And. Um, she just just making her way through the fair and they show on the other side of the fair there's there's uh Lucas and Sylvie and then they get trapped in uh in by you know 
six or eight of the uh, King's Guard, uh, Wizard's Guard. And he tells Sylvie to run, and he starts fighting them. Headbutts one, hits another two with a wicker basket, slashes one, cuts a guy's throat, cuts another guy's throat, spins one guy around and make the other guy kill him. Then he puts the thing, the sword to another dude's throat and is like, why do you hunt me? Why do you hunt me? He's like, Nimbo. He's like, why? He's like, I can't tell. There was a wagon. You drove. You pulled. We pulled you over. You drew your sword. And he asked why. He's like, we, we tried to see what was inside, but you wouldn't allow it. Then you came at us, sword, sword drawn. Ten men you killed. Cut them down like they were nothing. And Lucas is like, no. And the guy goes, yes. If you don't believe me, look at your left side. I'm talking about his Jesus wound. He's like, uh, that's, that's where, I, that's stabbed where I stabbed you before you went down. And he try and he real he grabs at his side, and he realizes like the guy must be telling the truth. And he drops his sword. He gets on his knees and raises his hands. Sylvie runs over, and he tells her, "Look, uh, I gotta go pay for, you know, pay for what I've done. Uh, promise me no magic. You know, please, like don't." You know, and she's crying, and she reluctantly, uh, you know, nods yes. But old boy got like, you know, I don't think there was a need for him to put the sword at his back. Like, if the dude already proved he could wreck y'all if he wanted to, right. how about you just let him turn himself in? Yeah, that was just so he could look like a G coming in there. Mm-hmm. So Sylvie back by herself all over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, any chance that that is his kid? Sylvie, I, I think she was hiding in the in the in the uh, or, in the in the or related carriage in some way. Yeah, I think she was related in some way. She was hiding in the carriage, and she was she was the person he was defending uh... her and perhaps her. her that I didn't think of it I think of that hmm that would be cool because that would explain the affinity affinity she has for him so and he so, so you're not so you're saying not necessarily his kid or niece or nephew or somebody related but somebody he was uh, tasked with protecting or tasked himself right with. like this might have been something where his chief was transporter and like, yeah, he yeah he was Jason Statham. <laughs> he looked in the trunk and it changed his life. Yep. <laughs> he was supposed to just turn her over to those guys, and then he killed all ten of them, or right. ten of the eleven. And maybe he found out that the wizard killed one of his family members that might have been showing magic and said she died mysteriously, or you know any number of things that could have led to him saying everything I've known to this point is a lie. And I think the memory loss may have come from, uh, I don't know. That that's the that's trauma. Kind of I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did get beat to hell, stabbed, left for dead, crucified. So, like Mombi said, like you you did something your brain doesn't want. You did something literally unthinkable. <laughs> it's yeah. your brain don't even want to think about it. So back at the fair, Jack and Jack and. 
and uh, and Langdewey are walking. She puts out her hand, you know, and they start they're, they're holding hands now, and they uh, <laughs> and in, like in Seinfeld, they run across a group of well, it's not more than two this time, but they run run across a group of street toughs. Yes, and I always enjoy the street toughs. There's always the one dude like sitting at like an angle above the rest of them. That has to hop down before they start messing with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like the staple of every group of street toughs. I love street tough scenes. Uh, one of the best ones was last summer or last fall's uh, opening episode of Luke Cage, when uh, when he saves the uh, Chinese restaurant from getting extorted. Yeah, just f- fantastic minute of street toughs versus one guy where the street toughs get dealt with just like they get dealt with here but at first uh yeah the, the one guy's like oh let's that's a pretty mess let's see if there's a pretty face behind it or an ugly one and he goes to reach to take Langdewear's mask off and jack smacks his hand away leave her alone he's like oh look what we have here tough guy eh and he just starts beating up Jack and socking him in the face. But then he goes, uh, his buddy, two of them are holding him, and he goes to punch him in the stomach. And you know he's all, uh, all, all tin man and all metal, and probably broke his damn hand. Right. And then Jack uh, started hitting people with his metal arm, blocking punches with his metal arm, hitting dudes, knocking them out, karate chopping them with his metal arm. His fight game when it when he gets when he gets it down, he's gonna be vicious. Cause right mm-hmm. now he's just a, a a punk acting on instinct and having superior you know you know metal arm and all that kind of stuff. Well, he still has to work on that. Uh, he's so jab. stiff and, and he's got to work well, on the jab with the, to the with, roundhouse. With the, well, well, he's got to toughen up his actual real knuckles. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, because he, the he guy used the real like, one, he's like, ah. oh. That hurt. Me I mean, that. it does me, hurt to punch a person in the head, so that's right. real. And yeah, then, let me go back to this concussion maker. Boom. Then he went over to make sure Langdewear was fine, and she's like, he's like, you're afraid of me, aren't you? And she's like, hell no, I'm moist. And she leaned in and... <laughs> she did not say that. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, yeah, no. She, she, she most... <laughs> yes, Rich is correct. She most definitely did not say that. Uh, but mask or not, her eyes said moisture. <laughs> and she leaned in and she kissed him. And Jack's like, you know, whoa. Probably Jack's first kiss. Well, second yeah. kiss. Second. <laughs> second kiss, first kiss that didn't result in fatality. Yeah. So then they show uh, which and, West. And then, oh. I, wait, 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 you're glossing over the best oh. part because oh. he was like, he's like, friends don't do this. Oh. He's like, trust me, I know friends don't do this. And she's like, I guess we don't have to be friends she's then. Like, no, she says, then we'll have to. We'll get something more. We'll have to. Uh, Let's be something else. Something, yeah, different. And Jack's like, gulp. Mm-hmm. I hope they I hope they left him intact, man, or he's going to have problems. Oh, he's going to have problems. He ain't intact. No. They, they, they're going to be like, nah, we, we, we got like the we, lower crotchal region is still. We saved like, it, yeah. Thigh, yeah. Like, we still value. Uh, Procreation, like we're all about technology and stuff, but we understand procreation has to, you know, blah blah blah. So we, your one, your one testicle was crushed. Because remember, he fell face and front first. Your one testicle was crushed, but we're able to, you know, 
uh, we save, got a little. We were able to save both vast deferens and you know yeah. reroute. The... <laughs> I don't know. And we were able to supplement and give you a little testosterone drip that's uh, located in your you know third hatch. <laughs> you know I don't know. <laughs> but he's only a quarter of a man. So if he still had working sex organs, it's not like he needs two balls to power. You know. No, he's got like a little piston and servo system, like a little. A little train engine in the back. <laughs> Deploying uh, Seminole Fesicle now. Boom. So the next scene is Witch Wes and Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is showing. Did you? Did I miss something? Or how did Witch Wes get access to Elizabeth? We didn't, we didn't miss anything. The only thing we missed was, and I think you were probably going to get to it in a second, um. Oh wait, maybe. No, that's I... what I'm talking about. The, the, yeah, no, we heard the footage. Just... Well, why does Witch West have an association with Elizabeth? Because Elizabeth is in her feelings, and she's doing something she shouldn't have been. Because Elizabeth only is supposed to report, essentially, back to yeah. Linda. No, no, so no. She did oh. Because... Yeah, I guess. And she's caught in her feelings. So now she's like, do you want to see anything else after East dropped Glenda on film with a... So uh, yeah, so she's showing her the footage from her monkey drone, and it's the day. She's like, are you sure this is the day that she died? And she's like, yeah. And they show, and she's running the the footage, and they're arguing, and Glenda's like pissed off, and she's like flailing a little bit, like, you know, damn it, East, you know. And in the next next moment, East hits her with a blast of energy, and Glenda goes flying back into the snow. And uh, and now that makes sense of the whole thing. Did Glenda send you? Yeah. Are you one of Glenda's girls? Did she send you? Yeah. And um, yeah. So Elizabeth is like, uh, "Would you like to see more?" She's like, uh, no, you know, like I've seen enough. And, uh, Eamon's recovering after surgery. And, uh, in comes, uh, Lucas accompanied by all the dudes, the, the, the soldiers that captured him or that he allowed him to capture him. <laughs> and, uh, He's like, release him, after he notices his arms or his hands were binded or bound. And he's like, no, I, they, your men were right about me. I killed them. Um, and I need to, you know, I'll take the punishment. <laughs> yeah. And Eamon looks like, damn. And Joe, Ojo is there. He's like, mistress. And he's like, not now. She's like, tomorrow, you said tomorrow, uh. My, we will release my wife. Well, tomorrow is here. And then he, she tried to walk away. He grabbed her by the arm. And she's and getting she, insolent. She looked at his. She looked at her, his hand, and then looked up to him, and he let that shit go real quick. Like, mm-hmm. Ooh, right, 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 right. Now, the title of this episode, which I didn't get into at the beginning, was called "Everybody Lies." Yep. Right. So. When he says the thing, you know, you know, you, you said you promised you to uh, free my wife today. You know, you free my wife tomorrow. Tomorrow's here. 
You promised to release her. Like, what the hell? She goes, I lied. Walks away. Everybody lies! And then he looks like, well, now, in the next scene, which might have been, I mean, this was such a cool scene for so many reasons. The music. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, that's per- that was one of the things one of our listeners and a friend of mine mentioned on Twitter. The perfection of choosing, because I don't know if you've ever done that before. What, lined uh, it up? Yeah. No. I have. It's magnificent. Are you serious? I've, I've it's it like sober. a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why this was perfect because this is one of the first. This is, I, I want to say, midway through. So this is a perfect track to have for this time in the movie or in the in the series. So Sylvie's, uh, you know, she's alone and she's huddled in a, in a, in a doorway, kind of maybe like catching some Z's. And the dog, Toto finds her and there she's happy to see him and they show dorothy she's just walking towards the the palace or the you know the the wizard's tower and she's getting up there no resistance nobody's like stopping her asking her who she is she's wearing a mask so but no one knows really what she looks like but so they just assume she's just whatever but it's it's relatively empty um so she doesn't have a ton of people to try to like duck and dodge she walks across that balcony, and everybody that we see, everybody always, always uh, hanging out on, looking over the city, and the music is getting louder, um, or or not louder, but more dominant. So, you, and she she like sees a uh, tape player. No, no, no. But before that, the the speaker, the old uh, yeah, like an old like a phonogram. And you see, like, a wire hooked up to it. She follows the wire. And she sees an old a Walkman with a tape playing in it and a cassette case next to it. And then she looks and she sees an arm sitting in a chair, but she doesn't see exactly who it is. So she raises her gun. And it's an old Walkman, too, like, from the 80s. Yeah. So she raises her gun and uh, stops the, and, pre- and presses stop on the Walkman. How is it powered, though? How do they... Batteries. Batteries. Yeah, but where? I'm sure the Wizards figured out... If if he's been at Ev, I'm sure they figured out ways to make batteries for him. Right, just a little, yeah, a little battery pack or something. So she stops the music. He looks up like... Who's messing with my sad time? She goes... Pink Floyd, huh? It's like, how do you know that? Wizard says. It's like, Dorothy says, we both come from the same place, don't we? He says, are you here to kill me? And she lifts up her mask. And she goes, do you know my mother, Karen Chapman? And he's just overcome like, what? Dorothy? You've come home. He goes, oh my God, Dorothy, you've come home. And that's how the episode ends. And we have mysteries. Yes, we do. And the setup for next week is which side is Dorothy on? The wizards or the witches? I mean, they they sealed their fate right here. And this is like, I always, oh my Jesus. Um, They 
Oh, I'm sorry. I just saw the finish to Charlotte and Bailey, and that was especially oh, disgusting. Yeah. That was, wow. Okay. That girl better have not have a concussion. Um, oh, God, I can't stop thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte hit her with a natural selection on the hard part of the apron. Mm. Like, flipped from the apron side to the floor and just snapped her head off it. I'm like, that girl dead. Hopefully, Mikazi can put some delightful oils and ice on her head tonight. Because she's going to be half dead. But, yeah, back to the wizard. I think one of the bigger issues is they created a monster. If West had gone with the Glenda method, even if Glenda is, you know, evil as crap, she's at least going to give you some cocoa. She's going to put you in a bed. She's going to get you bathed. (laughs) And then you're going to be like, you know, I can't possibly turn on this woman. She was so kind to me. Instead... West decided to take her to Zero Dark Thirty Oz edition, mm-hmm. and now she's gonna be wanting for some of that vengeance. Especially the thing I think that pushed it beyond uh, forgiveness was West taking the form of her mother. Yeah, and then slapping her, you know, like yeah, it just was. Yeah, it was just a little. It was just too much. And again, I I can't let it go, but you you know, like. Your sister wasn't like some. She was in the victim. wrong. She was completely she in the wasn't wrong. Some victim here that was taken advantage of. Right. It's not like we see this alternative version of Oz, where East is just well. I, I mean, when she was walking down the street, did get hit by a car. All right. Fair enough. Mistakes were made. But after that, be mad at well, the tornado no. that bordered there. But that's the thing. She just pissed off because something hit her. Who hit me? It's like when you were in grade school or you had a club and you bounce into somebody and they spill their drink even though the person next to you was dancing. Now all of a sudden a fight about the breakout because they got disrespected. It's like, man, I didn't do nothing. I didn't want to be here to begin with. <laughs> and that's what Dorothy's at. But now that you went and beat on her and tortured her and made her say her mother didn't even know her and didn't want to know her because there was something dark in her, mm-hmm. yeah, Dorothy's going to want to go for that scalp. Right, and then she's, and then to couple that with the wizard, possibly, probably being her father, and yeah. and at the very least, obviously we know knowing her mom. Right. So and she's for him, wanna... the safest thing wizard's gonna do is he's gonna try to amass allies anyway for the beast forever, and he's definitely gonna come from a even if he isn't her dad from a position of one making her possibly think it or two being at least nice to her. Yeah. Like, and I think Dorothy, because of this now, is going to be the bridge, as she is with everything in Oz, between Tip and uh, Jack running into each other. Because she's the only person that would lead to West getting uh, Tip near Dorothy and then Oz's relationship to Ev would mean there might be a possibility where they have a dinner. Like, I'm assuming the next episode is going to be like a celebratory dinner if it is his daughter. And selling this as like a sign that the beach forever will be stopped because the woman who has the tools to defeat him are with me right now. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think she didn't. Did she have her stuff? I know Tip got the bag, but does she have the gun and the clip? She has all, yeah, she has everything back. 
Okay. So I mean, I would case, assume. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. In that case, then, yeah, I, I would say the, the she's going to have the weapon, you know, that can end anything. And that's all they need. And that's all, you know, Wes needs to catch a bullet in a dome. Don't need no bucket of water now. Mm-hmm. Unless you got a water border. So now what would you give this episode? What would you rank it? Oh, it's up there. This is, you know, this is a you know, B plus, you know, eight, eight, you know, 7.5, 8.0 kind of episode. Yeah. I was going to say the same. I was going to say it's an 8. Yeah. I think uh, definitely better. And, it, and, and all of the episodes have been good, but it's definitely a marked improvement on last week's episode. Last week was a little too disjointed with all the jumps between the characters, and I think the uh, rhythm they got with switching for this episode is something I hope they maintain for the duration until they all are finally together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, uh, so we're a third of the way, wait, no, we're five. This is halfway point, right? We're almost at the halfway point. Yeah. Or we are at the halfway point. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep. So five episodes left. They're, uh, you know, really hitting. Uh, looks like they're going to hit a crescendo right at, uh, you know, episode eight, nine, ten. So these next three, five, you know, episodes six, seven, and eight, or five, six, seven, they're going to, again, following that format, sticking to that format we talked about earlier. Was it ten or thirteen episode format? This is. Uh, Hopefully we meet that damn lion next week. I keep every week. I, I'm like, I, I think right, I think we have met the lion. I'm putting I'm putting them all together, and I think we've met him. I think it's Ojo. Think it's Eamon. Oh, oh crap. I think it's Ojo. I, I, for longest I thought it was Eamon, but I think no, because they both have the manes. Nah, but I, I think, think Ojo might be because, because he has, he's too big. Ojo's too big. But that that's why I think of him as the lion, like especially because his Eamon doesn't have a mission. No, 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 no! I'm saying he's too big from the pictures we've seen. We've seen in previews, like he wasn't right. But I think that's just a body and broad. You know, I uh, think that's just a a, 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 a red herring. Okay. Because everyone so far, out of all of the characters, they all have a mission. Right now, uh, Jack's mission is to find out: Does he have a heart? Can he love? Can he do uh, with uh, Languadier what he couldn't with Tip? with Lucas or Rowan, whatever you want to call him, it's to figure out what he did, can he atone, and was it justified? Mm-hmm. But then I thought about Eamon. There isn't anything with Eamon. He's just been the king of the king's guard, like, or I guess the wizard's guard, the wizard gamot, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but when you look at oh, oh, Ojo, he has his wife. And that might lead him for me, I'm thinking about the idea of being having courage against going against his culture because they're supposed to respect and fear the witches. And maybe he is at the point now with her lying that he says, I just need my family. And that's more important than any like custom or any sort of uh, rules that we've established with these people. Yeah, I think uh, I think. 
it's going to turn out Ojo and and Dorothy are probably going to be the biggest regrets, you know, for West in particular, how she treated them. Yeah. And it's funny because it's everybody lies and her complaint about love. You got to give love to get it. And the fact that she spewed so much hate and so much just pain belies her hurt feelings of I was never loved. Like if you just gave Dorothy a modicum of human decency, she would have told you everything that happened at the time leading up to your sister's death. If you were honest with Ojo, he would have he would have still worked as hard to get Dorothy to you, but you didn't have to hang. Because remember, uh, East apparently was the most powerful of the three of them. And that's why they were so scared when she died that they lost that magic. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Wes can break the prison of the abject. So because of that, you're putting yourself in a position where you already, like, even if, let's play it out to its conclusion. If Dorothy had broken and she had succeeded, all she would have done at the end was go up to this dude and say, hey, let me throw you a buy one, get one to apologize for the fact I can't get your wife out. Well, he would have still, and rightfully so. You know, he would have, but, but, it, but she would have. She would have written it off with her sing-songy, like, up until this point, we hadn't seen too much of her as vindictive. She would have been like a flippin', like, oh, it's just a marriage. I don't believe in such things. Let me get you some of my girls. Mm. But now she's just like, meh, deal with it. I, everybody lies. I mean, she's right, but damn, you gotta throw it in his face like that. Especially after he just got her for him. All right. And he's like... We don't. Li- we live an honorable life. Like I don't live with people. Like that... I don't. Lie. Yeah. Like, I was, <laughs> like this is a great to... dishonor. You would be ex- exiled from the tribe. You know. And that's so. why I think he's not going to be afraid of her anymore. Because think about it. We heard one of the first things we heard in the second episode, or the first episode maybe, was I voted to kill you. Mm-hmm. And they voted to cast you out. And I'm following the rule, and I'm casting you out. He could have killed her in that cave and said she fell. Mm-hmm. So everybody doesn't lie. Or buried her and said, yeah, no, she left and, you know. Yep. Undertaker rule. <laughs> so, yeah, thumbs up all the way around on story, on action, on character <laughs> development, on, you know, again, uh, uh, what's it called? I'm thinking of um, motivations. Character yeah. motivations, and they're doing a just a really solid job of, uh, of of letting you know why characters are doing so. You're not wondering well, why'd she do that. Nothing's ambiguous. So, so yeah. So I guess that does it for this week's uh, this week's show. Again, another good show. Can't wait uh, for next week's episode. Uh, but this has been. This has been uh, the South Congress podcast, fan by fan show. Oh, and folks, make sure you definitely leave five-star reviews on iTunes. Anyone who leaves a five-star review, we will be happy to read the review. Oh, absolutely. Tell your friends. For real, for real, if you leave a one-star review and, like, these guys (laughs) suck and all that, we'll probably read that one, too. You know, just to have a system. He's like, one-star review? Meh, I've heard better. Yeah. And I'll read that. I'll be like, hey, you, you know, they heard better. 
but no, just yeah, feedback, feedback, feedback. Um, yeah, you can find the show on on Twitter at South Congress, and that's uh, Congress with a K. You can find me at Travlord, and how can they find you, Rich? Uh, at r dot deuce r d o t d e u c e. So yeah, so hit us up on Twitter. Again, wherever you get your get your podcast, wherever you download the show, you know, leave a rating, leave some feedback. Hit us up. Let us know what you think of the show in general and each episode. So, uh, again, until uh, next time, uh, uh, for Rich Fan, I'm Travis Bryant. This has been uh, the South Congress Fan by Fan Show for NBC's Emerald City. This was episode five. Title Everyone Shiny suit rappers and flossing MCs. Fail at taking it to round the game. Tell them whack pones get no playing our homes. You need to not get happy with me, or else we gon' relax your mind. Let your conscience yo, free. Yo, where my Wall Street niggas if you're up in the stands? Go. Ooh, 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 to my women that'll throw their hands against their coke ass man. Go. Ooh, ooh, yo, if you never been shot or stabbed, Brick City, go. Fuck.